washing up today because I went away for a couple of days and I'd left like some plates and bowls in my bedroom and I could have sworn I could have sworn that there was a bowl on my desk that was like <clears throat> old spinach pasta pasta with spinach sauce because how long has it been there I'm not sure um only like a week but uh okay the green the green bits of spinach on the white bowl it's just a really nice pattern it's just a it's just a really nice pattern um anyway I thought I lost it when I came I was really confused because I could have sworn it was there and I definitely don't remember washing it up but it wasn't on the corner of my desk where I definitely left it uh while I sat down to chat to you I swiveled on my chair around and I looked underneath my bed and I forgot that I put it by my bed when I came back in drunk from a night out just in case I was sick and I, c- I couldn't find anything to be sick into so I used my spinach bowl I put it by my bed and that's how sad my life is at the moment you're fairly right about this being a horrifying story <laughs> because I am appropriately horrified right now <laughs> yeah I told you I told you I don't know whether I want to record it because I think I'll just disappoint all of my friends and family with this story in first that's okay it is balanced on top of a cardboard box underneath my desk underneath my bed as well I wasn't I wasn't ill in the end because I forced myself to eat some peanut butter bagel and half a bag of Fritos. Uh, I mean, that sounds like the kind of food that you would throw up having eaten and yeah. then never be able to eat again. That's what I was worried because I really like peanut butter bagels and I really like Fritos. Um, peanut butter bagels used to be a thing me and my brothers would talk to each other about in the car if we wanted to make the others ill. <laughs> Why? Because my brother had three peanut butter bagels and then threw up a lot on a car trip. So it became like a running joke about peanut butter bagels. So if someone was like, oh, I feel real car sick, you'd be like, peanut butter bagels. And then they'd be like, oh, no, don't don't say that to me. I can already smell the bile and peanut butter and bread all yeah, mixed was, into one. It was real bad. It's also like he ate pineapple, but when he threw it up, it was like whole. It's <laughs> like, did you just swallow? Yeah, the but pineapple? yeah, but you don't really chew when you eat, so I've oh, I've already assumed that I none of your brothers chew, chew either. It's just I like a chew. a warming to the family trait that no one chews; they just I consume ch- I just all of them. I just chew fast. No. I just chew in a Jealous. quick way. You're meant to chew. I saw. I remember reading somewhere that on average you're meant to chew like, uh, like twenty times a mouthful. Well, I don't do that because I'm not a freak and I don't have all the time in the world. How on average eating is enjoyable, but it's like a quick activity. No, it's not. How many? How many? On how many times? Uh, how many times on average would you say that you chew before you swallow? Like three? I don't know, like twice. <laughs> this is why. It depends what it is. If it's like something really chewy, then like three times. <laughs> This is why this is why I need to you need to have words with your brother. I just assume that it's just a Warmington family trait. You will just sit around a table, chew twice, swallow, and you finished a meal. I just have a really nice visual image in my head right now of, of your whole family sat around the dining room table going just like chew inhaling twice, swallow, food. Chew twice, swallow. Like just like <laughs> while they while everyone chews twice. They um, can't um, talk um. while they're chewing. That's that's wild. We have class, we just eat fast. <laughs> 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 is that your lo- is that your is that your family motto? Have class, it's on our crest. It's on our crest. It's just a fork, and it says "Chew fast, live fast." <laughs> Chew little, live lots. Oh yeah. Um. By the way, episode two 
happened, but we're pretending it's not <laughs> a thing that happened. So just don't don't question it. Just go with it. So, Why are we, we make up our own format? <laughs> Who needs episodes anyway? Episode numbers. No one's going to listen to this. They don't need to know which episode it is. There's no chronological story. <laughs> There's no. It doesn't matter. No one listens. Should we should we introduce the podcast? Mm, yeah. <clears throat> Do you want to go first this time? I mean, I went have first you ever last. Go- time. Have you ever gone first? I don't remember that happening oh. in an episode. Oh no no! <laughs> I don't remember. I don't <laughs> remember I, taking I mean, I guess it- ten minutes <laughs> to record. I don't saying, remember that. Welcome to the shipping port. Oh no, I did it again. Welcome okay, to the guys. Welcome to the Friendshipping Forecast, read by me, Charlotte. And me, Lily. <clears throat> and I'm here, Lily. Tagging along for the ride. <laughs> A nice evening drive with me, Liliano. <laughs> Ooh, that's what my uh, radio show will be like. <clears throat> will be like Husky. I'm just gonna imagine that like everyone who's listening to me is on a long car ride somewhere. I have a question about those sort of radio shows, like the evening night radio shows where they have these really low sort of smooth voices. And it's when when you're driving at night, aren't you listening to the radio to avoid falling asleep? Ah, I wouldn't be, I'd be keeping them awake with my strong, is it called patter? No, but they're just, I don't know, they're just very, the sort of Mellow. very sleepy voices. Ah, uh, yeah, that's. A, I guess that's a good question. But I, I don't know. I don't actually listen to the radio that often. No, I don't listen to the radio in Canada because everything's the wrong time for me here. The stuff that I normally listen to in the evening. Oh wait, no, that's not you can, right. You can listen to Canadian radio. Ah, no. I was chatting to to my Canadian friend the other day. Yeah, I have Canadian friends. And we were just. I mean, I hope so. You've been living there for like six months. Seven, actually. <laughs> this is a this is a podcast about friendship. <laughs> We're experts. I'm an expert. I guess. <clears throat> and Lily's an expert. She has a friend. I have one Canadian friend who was telling me that yeah, all of the radio shows in Kingston. Uh, oh, I gave away my town. I wasn't going to tell anyone my town. I mean, it's pretty obvious. I do go to Queen's University, and everyone who listens to this probably knows that. Yeah, yeah, I attend Queen's University. You know. What's that? What can I say? Yeah, all radio in Canada is shit. Probably not Canada. Just this very region is is shit. Uh, so no, all I listen to is sometimes six music when I'm feeling lonely and I want some voices to cheer me up. That's sad. You should cut that. Also, no, it's not sad. It's that's a good t- that's a good thing to listen to to the radio when you're lonely. That's a good friendship tip for you there. Yeah, my mum. My mum said when she was at uni, she used to listen to the Archers just to have like a voice in in the room. Yeah, it's nice. To I, have. I don't know if the Archers is the voice I would choose to have in my room, but <laughs> I get what she's saying. Hey, Charlotte. Hey, Lily. Um. Whoa, my headphone just fell out because I'm trying to clean my ear. I mean, nope. you don't have to tell us every time something like that happens. Sorry, yeah, no. And I, and I just <laughs> want to clarify, I wasn't trying to clean my ear. I meant my earring, not my. In my ear. I wouldn't do that on. on I, I'm sorry. Charlotte, stop pulling faces at me. 
<laughs> I love these interjections. These are what really makes it. <laughs> I don't even have any water to drink this time. I'm quite thirsty. Can you That's hear that? Tragic. That's the sound of a dry mouth that needs moisture. I'm sorry. This, uh, is, a, this is quite a dark turn. So, <laughs> um, what's your what's your forecast been like this week? Well, can we call it a forecast? Because I'm not asking you like. What's your postcast been like this week? Does that postcast. make sense? Not yet. It's very confusing. I don't know. Just call it the forecast. No one cares. We're going to call it the they forecast. Di- and I'm gonna... If they dispute it, then we'll just feel sad. And that's fine. We feel sad most of the time anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> true debt. True debt. Uh, good true jokes. Debt, debt. Um, what song does that come from? I'm singing Who's the White Girl with Blonde Hair Who Raps? Iggy Azalea. I think I'm singing Iggy Azalea by accident. I'm sorry. Oh, I feel dirty now. I feel like I need to rinse my mouth out with the saline solution that I'm putting on my earring. Uh, um, don't, don't do that. No, put your tongue away. Um, <laughs> it's just salty. There's nothing bad in it. It's just salt and water. This is a horrible conversation. I know. Sorry. Uh, so what's been going on with you, Charlotte? <laughs> <laughs> what's my friendship <laughs> forecast? <clears throat> the oh. segment is called the forecast. how are you it's been really sunny so i went to the lake and i went for a nice walk and that was good what's your forecast lily what's the haps yeah i don't know what is the haps i was uh getting a taxi back from the bus terminal last night and i was talking to the taxi driver and he reckons that the last of the winter snowstorms is over which is nice because i can't take another one why do taxi drivers always seem to know about weather? I don't know. Every taxi driver I've talked to seems to have a strong opinion about the weather. And how the weather's like, going to go. Some sort of deep knowledge about it, anyway. Yeah, this taxi driver had strong opinions. But anyway, yeah, he was just saying that the la- we had like a snowstorm a couple of weeks ago. Not even a couple of weeks ago, like a week ago. Ugh, and it was horrible. It was like... <sighs> he said it was the worst one that he's seen in a long, long time. Do you think taxi drivers are weather gods? Whoa, you know what? Maybe they are. Oh, taxi drivers are always really nice in Kingston. I remember in like maybe my second week of being here, I was really, really sad. And I'd been on like a night out with some friends and we'd got the ta- we got a taxi back. And I had a nice little chat with a taxi driver where he told me not to worry about everything. It would all work itself out, don't worry. Like you may be That's sad nice. now, but... I basically poured my little heart out to him that I was just really sad in Canada. <laughs> and he Why was, and I was kind of hoping that he'd invite me to come to his house for Christmas because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing for Christmas. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I don't know why I came to Canada. And he was like... Oh. I'm pretty sure if he invited you to his house, you should probably not go. No, he, has a fam- he had a family and everything. I mean, he said he had a family. I trusted him. He was nice. And I trusted no one. And uh, he was right. It did work itself out. I am happy in Canada now. And now I'm thinking that I don't want to leave, which is kind of weird. Sorry, Charlotte. I mean, obviously, I don't want to come back and see you. But I started to think over the last couple of over the last couple of weeks that maybe I could live in Canada. You know. I mean, that's a turnaround, but uh, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> You're like, that's cool. That's cool. What about, that's cool. What about a plan to get a house and, and cats? I mean, and... I'll just live alone in Bristol with my cats. <laughs> no. That's fine. You know, I never... Only for like only for like a year, I'm thinking, after... Lily, 
you're allowed to live in Canada. I don't want to live here for don't the rest of my life. Don't worry about me. We'll just continue our excellent ability to remain good friends through the power of Skype and podcasting. That's true. That's true. We have got an excellent ability to remain good friends. Look at us go. Seven months apart. I feel closer to you than ever before. <laughs> I wanna, I feel like I haven't, what else have I been up to? I don't really wanna talk about Toronto because that was shit. Uh, but um, I guess I, I've kind of been just chilling out like normal, being put enough doing all of my schoolwork that I have to do. And oh also, man, schoolwork is bogus. Schoolwork is, what does that mean? I really like that. Oh my word, god, were you but... were you not a surfer in the mid nineties? Nah, dude. Can you not tell by my terrible attempt to be a surfer just then? Nah, dude. Do you, do you do you even know the meaning of tubular? No, I don't. I know the meaning tubular, of gnarly. Tubular, dude. I love the word gnarly. I might start using the word gnarly in real life. Gnarly. I tried to bring back. What did I try to bring back? I brought back funky for a while, but then it, I don't know, I still, became trite, I still use so funky. I, I use funky. I like using funky in the word of gross and funky in the word of funky as well. It's my two favorite. Like, if something's off in the fridge, I'm like, oh, bit yeah, funky. Yeah, 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 you're like, bit funky. I like to use I that. would say, would you would you say it's minging? Um, I started saying that for a couple of weeks a little while ago because I watched Angus Songs and what, Perfect to, Snogging. To impress everyone with your fucking Britishness. <laughs> Like guys, just look how British I am. No, don't I'm because so I actually did that. British. I did. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> no, guys, because I was like watching. I was watching British. it with some Canadians, and I, they, I had. To, I just had to. Ex, I had to explain what minging was because Canadians don't know. And then I started using it, and then I started telling all Canadians to use the word minging and minger, and minger. Such a minger! Oh my god. I'm also stressed because I'm starting to plan a big, a big travel, big travel, a big travel across the country that finishes in I Las mean, Vegas. So, um, that's really cool. Should we move to our to our first topic? Hey guys, podcasts it's got topics. Hey, it's about friendship. So, hey, so friendship. no, hey, so hey, so so hey, so hey, so so hey. Hey, so. so hey there, friend. I was asked a question the other day by a friend, which I really struggled to answer, and I was hoping that maybe we could talk it out, and then maybe I could go, uh, I could go back. To I love this. talking stuff out. And then, Lay it on me. Okay, and I was hoping that maybe then I could go back to this friend, and give him some better advice. So he asked me, <clears throat> "Hey, Lily, how do I communicate better? Or just, or just how do I communicate?" I think was the question. And he didn't really he didn't really expand um just throwing it out there as a general point how 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 do you communicate how do how do i communicate well my i guess i would say that my main way of communicating is like using my mouth organism okay my smart mouth ass. area my mouth area <laughs> to communicate I like open it up and I wag on my tongue in like a really a really particular set of directions and I form noises. I form noises. It's my main way of communication. I mean that that's a really good way that's a really good way of communicating. But we all know that that's not the only way of communicating also. 
all right, tell me, what other what other ways of communicating would well, would you say that? Uh, the only the only advice that I could give him at that time because uh was writing letters. Who's he trying to communicate with? What kind of what? I don't know, Charlotte. There's no context context? to this. He didn't give me any context. Okay, but I know the what I what I what I gathered from it is that he's struggling to communicate his emotions with the people that he's closest to. Maybe that's the interpretation that took away from it. I don't know if that's necessarily true. If I am feeling an emotion and I'm like, how should I communicate this to people? I think about it for a while, and then I decide not to. No, Charlotte. So this is a good one to have in this chat. I think it's helpful to all of us. And I, I, I don't know. I went home from chatting about it with him, and and I was thinking, how do I communicate? And I came to the conclusion that I myself can only communicate, talk about emotional things, that serious things, because I struggle with serious conversations as well as we all we all know. I can only communicate in three ways. Do you want to know my three yep. ways that I can communicate? Des- describe your excellent three ways of communicating difficult things. Drunk. 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 Okay, good. Healthy. Okay, Healthy, good way. <laughs> um, if it's dark, if it's... Interesting, if interesting. It, good, if yeah. the people, the person, or the people that you're having a serious conversation with are, are sat in the dark, I can, I can, I, I find it easier to talk then. That's some top, t- top tip. I think it's because you can't see their face, so you don't have to watch them re- react to what you're saying. Yeah, preferably also. So if their face is like slowly dawning horror, you don't have to be presented with that. Preferably you can also imagine like they're just calm. Laying down as well, or like I imagine like in a den, or you know, like just as you're about to go to sleep. I feel like that's m- my prime time when I am better at commu- not just when they're about to go to sleep, just when I'm about to go to sleep. So say so you want to tell someone some like. I don't know some deep feelings about them so what you do is you crawl into their room uh-huh. while they're about to go to sleep they don't know that you're there <laughs> turn the lights off turn the lights off go place your head next to theirs on the pillow and just sort of whisper your secrets into their sleeping ear um. would you say that's an effective communication method <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with no. I'm gonna go with. I see the flaws. I'm, I'm I mean, third. it doesn't sound terrible. Do you, do you, want, my, do you want my third? Should I give you my third? I think oh yeah, be, your third one. I, I think, think it I might noticed. be the worst and least healthy of them all. Uh, to talk about it in an in an accent, preferably preferably a Cockney accent. Um. <laughs> I do that too. I know. It's because it acts like it's like you're not taking it seriously. So if you're if they're like, so um, what, do you have something to what say to me? You're like, I think I'm, I think I'm a bit depressed at the moment. I think <laughs> I have clinical depression right about now. Yeah, it's really, it's been really hard for me actually. I find it very hard to leave the house. <laughs> That's me. I wish it was socially acceptable to go into doctors and be like. What? I've not been feeling really anxious lately. Can't, can't sleep. Can't really eat. I don't really know what's going on in my head. Can you help me, please? Like, it's all right, like... there, doctor. I think I've got cystitis. Can you have a look cystitis. at my vagina? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> 
three ways and I didn't really want to and I, I, I wanted to go back to him with more than those three ways more than those top I think tips what those ways have in common is that they all emotionally distance you from the person in a way where you feel comfortable enough talking about your emotions <laughs> seriously th- no, seriously seriously here it's like if if say uh-huh. you're talking to someone about something really serious but if you're drunk then obviously that's easier because you don't feel as scared of it if it's the dark then you don't have to look at them in the eyes as you say it (laughs) and if you say it in an accent then you're acting almost like it's not a serious thing that they should worry about or it's just not you it's just not your problem you're a cockney you it's not you cockneys don't have problems (laughs) 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 that's that's this episode's watchword (laughs) <laughs> so so you understand why I needed to talk about it. Yeah. No, it's good. It's a good topic. Yeah. You, Interesting. You understand why I needed to ask you for your advice. <clears throat> Talking in a Cockney accent might be difficult if you're Canadian. Also, if you're Cockney, then you need like some sort of way of talking. Welsh. Switch to Welsh. Speaking a Welsh accent. It would let me tell you... <laughs> I can't do a Welsh accent. I know, it's I'm your Welsh. Welsh. <laughs> Let me tell you my problems. I can't no, do it. I can't terrible. fucking do it. I just... um, so that was what I came prepared to this discussion with. My my three methods of communicating. I mean... I left maybe... you in a... I, I left you... I, I kind of threw this on you, though, so don't worry. Yeah, if you... yeah, I mean, I haven't had a significant amount of time to think about it. But I'd say that my main way would be just to get drunk. I know it's not a healthy way, necessarily. Especially, I get a bit too drunk. But sometimes just like a bit of alcohol. Sometimes not even just the alcohol, but sort of the atmosphere that you might have while you're drinking with someone. Like a sort of pubby atmosphere or like sitting in the living room and just hanging out sort of atmosphere is sometimes easier to communicate more honestly with people, I think. (laughs) That's been my experience anyway. Or you could write it in a song and then sing it to them over the internet. Yeah. Or... You could record a podcast. I have clinical depression. Yeah. You could you could you could create a podcast. I deal with communicating things, especially serious things, by turning them into jokes so people don't feel threatened by it. Mm. Wait, why why don't we get Alec in here to to give us his his I'm just gonna swallow quickly. We want your input. Oh, cool! Again, yeah. Right. I think it's it's time for. Oh, you want my input? Want my input? input. For the first time ever. How do you communicate with people honestly when it's like difficult conversations? Um, just I, I, I just say the words that I want to say. Bye. Yeah, that's a good baseline for people who can just say the words that they want to say. But for... yeah, but if you obviously Alec isn't going to be a helpful advice center because let's face it. He's kind of terrible. <laughs> um, there, there has to be methods that... Not methods. There has to be advice that we can give. I don't know, because every time I've been able to do this, it's never been at, like, a planned moment. It's just been at, like, a comfortable moment where you're 
in a position where you feel comfortable and safe, I guess. So hmm. maybe doing it in a place where you feel comfortable and safe. How do we don't really communicate serious things to each other though, do we? If I've been do we? No. I don't know. Because neither of us are very good at communicating serious things. But then we don't really have anything serious to talk about normally. What do you mean by serious things? We talk about bad things that have happened to us. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, you're right. We do talk about serious things all the time. But it just feels so normal and natural. It doesn't feel like I'm talking about serious things, if that makes sense. Yeah, I guess it, it depends how close you feel with your friend and how much you feel you can trust them. So maybe sort of try and create a relationship of trust by very slowly telling them more and more personal things about yourself until you feel like you've broken through that that barrier of friendship that that trust that trust barrier if we just let the audience know what's going on here i have to go catch a bus because i spend my life perpetually chasing after buses such as the life when you live a long way away from anything but we're gonna leave it here for now i mean i'll be back in like literally 10 seconds for you hey so we're back a day has passed we are back it is half past eight here uh the day after we started recording the last one Mm-hmm. it's half um, past three here because time yeah so we didn't did we wrap up on talking about communicating with people last time or should we should we wrap that up now how how about a nice a good nice scenario for you my friend would you like that would you like a tasty scenario i you know i love to be put in a tasty scenario a i, scenario I know sandwich. that you love to be put on the spot and not be able to predict what's going to happen that makes you feel i love surprises i love not knowing what's going to happen i just love the unexpected give it to me okay so your friend reasonably mm-hmm. close not not like a not like a close close friend but like you hang out quite comfortably quite a lot of the time um you yes. see their parent having an affair this is how what would you, how would you <laughs> communicate <laughs> that 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 you see their mother you see the mother on the street kissing I another man you. Do you tell them or do you not tell them? Ah. What's an effective method of communication? This is horrible. I thought when we were talking about communication, we were more talking about like telling a friend that you're unhappy. Not, okay, okay, I'll give you a different. Telling, not g- telling a friend that the it's their a form mom, of communication. <laughs> you saw the mum on the street making out with someone who wasn't their dad. I was just also, thinking of a possible real world scenario. Okay, also, I'll think of something else. Also, do you feel like else. you've reached like I feel like I've reached like a place where I don't really know my friends' parents anymore. It's not like home friends. I used to hang out at the house all the time. I don't really know any of my friends' parents now. Yep, and that's that, because we're adults who don't live with their parents. So it's an unrealistic scenario, and I'm not gonna answer it. Okay, I'll think of a different scenario. I'm sorry. I just thought it'd be funny. Okay. <laughs> in a dark way. It was, to, if I'm being honest, it was pretty traumatic for me. I put myself in that space. I closed my eyes and I imagined the street corner and I imagined it was, it was, it was hard. What were they so wearing? to watch a floral dress and the man was wearing... Nothing. 
He was just naked. He no, he was wearing something. He was like cling filmed. He was nude. He was cling filmed. But he was covered in cling film. It was probably an art this piece. This is a very or strange erotic fantasy that you just had to go through. Or like I saw a very weird. Fantasy. I was in Toronto a couple of days ago and I saw a very weird art piece of someone just wandering through the town centre with a t shirt, like this 50 year old man with like a t shirt saying, I hate gum boots or I hate rubber boots. And then, like okay. these, and, but he was wearing these massive rubber boots, high like uh, like thigh high rubber boots. It was it was surreal. And hold on. Okay, you have recently come to the understanding that alien life forms exist, <laughs> and they have said that you're only allowed to tell one other person. <laughs> So you have decided that your your bestest friend in the world, who you basically you were raised with, you've known them forever, you're gonna tell them about the existence of aliens. How are you how are you gonna go about that? Well, the first thing I would think is that there is no way of being able to tell anyone about the existence of aliens without the my friend thinking that I am unhinged. Well, once once they know, they'll be able to meet the aliens, and they'll also be given the proof. But you have to sort of like ease them into it. Is it really boring that I think that I am so boring that I would probably think that uh, I'm having a psychiatric breakdown, and and probably commit myself? How would you be able to tell if something's real or if it's you having a psychiatric episode? I would probably conclude that I'm having a psychiatric episode. I know, but how would you be able to tell? You so wouldn't. The aliens, the aliens, like, I'm real, and you're like, how do I know that you're not a hallucination? And the alien like sets fire to your house. <laughs> or the alien is just like, just trust me, bruh. Everyone's just trust like, me. well, you might have set fire to the house, but how do they? I'm guess if it's, it depends if anyone else can see them. Yeah, but even if people can see them, maybe you're hallucinating about the people seeing the aliens. Yeah, but in that case, how do you tell that anything's real anyway? I don't think it is. I we're living in the matrix. Uh, but okay, so let's follow it through. That I believe these aliens somehow. They proved to me. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know that they are definitely real. Uh, and I'm going to communicate this to my friend. Maybe I would write them a letter. Okay, that's a <laughs> strong start. Strong start. What do you write in this letter? No, I don't know if I'd write them a lot. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It depends on the friend, doesn't it? Yeah. A real close friend. <laughs> you, if I was telling you. I mean, not necessarily me, just like a close friend. Um, maybe I would start off by saying, yes, I might be having a psychiatric episode <laughs> but, but if you i i need someone to just verify that the aliens are real i have been visited by aliens so but do, they want to meet do, you too do listen to me aliens is that aliens, what you would be they're real spoken to them seem like cool people i know you might not quite be on board with this right at this moment but just, just, just trust me. You trust me. You trust me. You trust me. Do you trust me? If you, you said me. this to me, I would not trust you, Charlotte. 
I, <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> you wouldn't trust me. I just, this is a difficult. This is a difficult. This is another difficult scenario you've given me. Another unrealistic. I'm all about difficult. I'm about difficult scenarios. If it's a if it's a simple easy scenario, then why even bother? You just tell them in a normal way. Okay. How about okay? Okay. Now you're dropping out of university. Okay. Uh huh. Um, and. You're gonna tell your friend who you don't know very well, but you kind of know that you're dropping out of university. And you're like, you're maybe not like completely okay about it yet, but you're gonna tell them. I mean, you have to tell them because you're gonna disappear. Because so. you're gonna, because you're gonna leave. How, how do you, how do you do that? Um, okay. I, I don't know. How I. <laughs> How would you tell them, Charlotte? Make a make a Facebook status. How would I drop out of uni? Well, <laughs> let me think. Okay, so this is this is a this is a, this is a hypothetical scenario. Yeah, hypothetically, how? <laughs> say, say I'm in my say I'm in my second year of a physics degree or physics like science degree at a prestigious-ish university, say in Northern England. Uh, how do I how do I tell people that I drop I'm gonna drop out? I would create a Facebook event that says quit uni and then put it on my Facebook with no comment and just let people draw conclusions from it. That's what I would do. Charlotte, Charlotte hypothetically reads- that's what I would do. Charlotte, on a daily basis, every morning when she wakes up, reads How to Be a Mysterious Girl, the WikiHow article, and just tries to put into practice in her daily life <laughs> all the elements of how to re- Lily, I, I wrote that WikiHow. <laughs> that is my WikiHow. It's based on my life. So none of, none of that sort of mockery that you got going on there. <laughs> How would I do it? Ooh. That was a weird noise. I don't know. Like, I think I would just have to get, be drunk. To get, take the unhealthy road. That's what we discussed. A lot of our methods seem to be non-teetotal friendly. They seem to be get drunk and tell people. I normally tell people all my secrets when I'm drunk anyway. But is that so, effective communication or just like drunk and unburdening? <sighs> It's not unburdening because I don't feel like many of my secrets are burdens. Uh, yeah, I think. Um, what about what about throwing a party? You know, okay, like a yeah, yeah. I'm quitting uni party. I think that would be quite a nice way to do it. Yeah, because then you yeah, turn that. it into something fun. You turn a horrible event into something that's fun. Yeah, that's what I, I try and do with all horrible things that happen is turn them into something fun. Yeah, I'm not saying that you're probably gonna. It's probably gonna be a shit party for you. Oh yeah, 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 but I think it also. I also am very aware when I when I feel like I tell people bad news or that when I'm unhappy around people that I bring them down with me, and that and I think that makes me feel even worse. Mm. You know? Do you ever feel like that? Like I feel like I'm not very good at sharing or complaining because yeah. I don't want to bring anyone down with me. If I think if you're at a party and you have quit uni and you've quit uni around the time as you're attending a party you end up having a lot of, you probably end up having a lot of conversations 
which end up with you saying, oh yeah, I'm leaving uni, and then them feeling kind of sad. And then it's kind of a bit awkward, I'd imagine. Where, <laughs> yeah, hypothetically. Where, where, <laughs> hypothetically. <laughs> whereas if you owned it and you were like throwing them, I'm quitting uni party. Mm, and yeah, yeah. It's like costume themed, everyone comes as they've just pulled a, ter- a horrible all nighter and you hate academia, fancy dress. Mm, you're, you're, uh, the buffet on your dining room table is all library snack foods like uncooked bagels and uh, Coca-Cola. I mean, like, these library bagels. snack foods? That's all. What, the fuck, yeah. what the fuck is yeah. a library snack food? I, uh, when you come to out in the library, mate, you have to have snack foods. Uh, I, don't, I don't go to the library to work. It's too distracting. It's too quiet. I can't work in the library. Anyway, back to the hypothetically planned... Yeah, because I feel like then you're owning it. You know, other people are going to think, ah, she's dealing with it, okay. Because, like, you don't want to... But, like, you have close friends, right, that will know that this is a shit time for you. Yeah, but yeah. you don't want to bring down all of your other friends with you into your... I feel like by making it into a big announcement sort of dealio, say, on a Facebook wall, or as a party... What you're doing is you're cutting out a lot of awkward conversations you have to have with a lot of people you don't really care about. Yeah. So you can just make it into a big thing where everyone's aware of it. Mm-hmm. Same with other similar similar terrible life things that you have to communicate to large amounts of people. Like, I'm divorce? getting divorced. Yeah. yeah. A divorce party? A divorce party. Or... My or I, I lost my job. Died. That's called a funeral. Oh yeah, that's what a week is. Whoa! <laughs> oh, my mind yeah. has been. <laughs> you could have like a I lost my job party. Yeah. Uh, I've gone through menopause party. Yeah, because that is something to celebrate. I welcome. The I mean, yeah, that's kind of true. I mean, it's probably not a fun thing to experience, but I imagine it's fun afterwards, probably. Yeah, I think once you've gone through the menopause, definitely have a little celebration. I can't wait till I never have periods again. Do you still get periods after the menopause? I don't really know much about them. That's kind of the point. Menopause. Menopause. I am learning so much in this podcast. This is just like, this is a very informative podcast. For Lily, anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think think this is all common knowledge. (laughs) <laughs> wow. Hey, do you think do you think we're ready to move on? Should we conclude? Yeah, so do, to conclude there there's a wide variety of ways to communicate things and also difficult things. And I guess you just had to find your own version of what's comfortable for you would be my final takeaway from this extremely convoluted portion of the podcast. What do you think? Lil's? I think it goes back to context, 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 all again. I think you've just got to trust in the people that you're putting faith into communicating with that they'll understand. Cool. Just trust your friends. They're, they're trust, back. trust people and maybe you'll be okay. <laughs> Charlotte? Yeah? What? Do you have, what kind of music have you been listening to recently? Do you have any recommendations okay. for me? <laughs> Guys, this is a segment that we introduced in our last episode, which we'll never what see episode? the light of day. That was, uh, what I episode? I mean, I don't know 
maybe it was introduced at some point in our podcast, but I I don't know when. Where we where we <laughs> give a recommendation of some music that we've been listening to recently, just because we think it's fun and we both kind of like music. Lily more. Lily likes music better. No, we both like music. There's we no like liking music. music more or less. There's no way to quantify okay. how much you like music. Okay. Both anyway. Like... Sorry. <laughs> um, so Lily, what uh, what music would you like to recommend this this episode? Ooh, boy, do I have some tunes for you. I only have two. Number one, I love the 80s and I love songs about horses. And I was listening to a lot of 80s music last night with a friend and it was really nice. And this is one of my favourite songs called Bring on the Dancing Horses by Echo and the Bunny Men. So have a little listen to that, Charlotte. Tell me what you think. That's cool. I definitely will remember to do that. Um, Chal- just a side note I send Chala a lot of music quite frequently and she, she never listens to any of my recommendations so I honestly won't take it as an offence if you don't listen to my recommendations audience that's okay I'm used to it side note Charlotte is very unreliable and people should be completely different to whatever she does uh, my recommended album is called I I I by the the dude Mike Snow um, the dude. It's just it's a bit dancey, a bit more dancey than I would normally listen to, but it's kind of fun and I enjoy it. So check that check that biz out. You're much better at talking about this than I am. I feel like I give too much detail to every single story that I ever tell. I can't help it. It's very strange, but it I just, guess that's kind of your thing. It just spills like out. You've got so many words inside your inside your mouth and they just sort of overflow your lips and just like pour all over the microphone. I just can't help it. I'm so quirky. So I just have too much quirk quirky. to give to the world. Oh, that was a terrible accent. I apologize, everybody. I'm that's sorry. okay. I think that's fine. Okay, so I think that about wraps it up for this week. Would you say, Lily? Yeah, I agree there, Charlotte. I had fun. This was a fun time. This was much better than the unspoken episode. What? What episode? I don't know. I was just very sad. I'm sorry. Yeah, so this has been the friendshipping forecast read by me, Charlotte. And me, Lily. And the weather today is death parties. (laughs) 